Welcome to Fandom Femmes. We are two queer fem nerds of color who use humor and fun to take your favorite convention's diversity panel and turn it into a year-round conversation. I'm Justine. And I'm Noelle. And we're back, baby! We back. You know what it is, baby. (laughs) Wow, hi, Noelle. Wow, hi, Justine. It's been a minute, but here we are. And in person? I know, look at us. Look at us. No, exactly. Look at us. Like, visually look at us. You can see all of this headassery happen at one time and in real time. Yes, exactly. For anyone that's just listening, um, this is our first time filming the podcast in person. So be sure to check us out on YouTube at Fandom Femmes. Yes, absolutely. So, um, hi, everybody. It's been a minute. It's been a while. And we've missed you all very, very much. So the theme of this episode, the title is the girls who leapt through time because we're yes and we're going to be talking about time skip and time travel anime while kind of exploring a little bit why fandom femmes itself had a little bit of a time skip too we definitely did oh yeah we definitely (laughs) had a time skip so it's been about a year since we released our last episode right a year only yeah. Wow. Like a year and some change, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think it just feels long because of the 23, because it's early 2023. Yes. So it feels like, oh man, that was a while ago, but oh. it's still early yes. in the year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And a lot has happened. So I think, do you want to just kind of dive in and, and to like what? <laughs> I just keep on thinking like previously on Avatar. Previously on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Previously in the lives of Justine and Noelle. For real. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think part of the reason for the hiatus was, well, to start, our the bulk of our podcast was virtual. Yes. Um, we were recording remotely, like in our own homes. We started recording this podcast in the height of the pandemic also. Yes. So um, as things were changing, like in the world around us, things also kind of started to change in our personal life. Um, Me, for example, I went to grad school. Um, I moved out of my parents' place and I moved into a new apartment in a new city with new people to start a grad program. Um, Did that for a little bit for about a year, approximately. Decided it wasn't for me. (laughs) And I dropped out. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but a through line that has been going on through this year for me has been creativity. So I've been dancing a lot more. I've been pursuing a lot more uh, creative projects and like specifically with dance, uh, exploring where that could take me kind of on on a more professional level. Mm -hmm. Um, I also got a a full-time job uh, outside of that. Yeah, she's an adult now. Big girl she is. What in the world? (laughs) Who am I? Oh, gosh. Capitalism. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But she has health insurance now. Wow. wow. Can go to the doctor. I can go to the doctor and wow. go to therapy. Oh, my God. Therapy? <laughs> Taking care? Self-care? <laughs> Here we are. Oh my exactly. God. We love that. And now Phantom Femmes is back. It's amazing. Um, And another kind of aspect of the change that has been happening is I also started pursuing drag a lot more seriously. <gasps> yes. Yes. So I've been performing as a drag king um, around the Southern California area. And it's just been a really, really amazing opportunity to kind of explore my artistry and like who I am as an individual artist, yeah. like outside of um, a project that involves other people, um, like what my artistic voice is and also really explore what like masculinity and femininity mean and look like Mm -hmm. for me as a person so 
yeah, that's been cool. And what's your what's your drag performer name? Oh my gosh, thank you for asking. <laughs> so uh, my name is Sampagita, which is a play on words. So the national flower of the Philippines is called the Sampagita, mm-hmm. and I love puns, so I decided to make a pun out of that. Um, and I think it's, it's brilliant. Thank you. I You're really welcome. appreciate. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with all that going on, you know, like time, I felt t- like time really got away from me, and time moved a lot faster than I anticipated yeah and all of a sudden we're a year and some change away from fandom femmes and in the back of my mind I've always been like um, and Noelle and I have both been like you know let's let's go back to this you know we should do fandom femmes again we should do fandom femmes again and then we get swept up in our lives and our careers and then now it's a year and some change (laughs) (laughs) and but but here we are yeah so yeah that's that's a little bit about what I've been up to in the time skip uh, previously in Which the life of Justine. I'm so proud of you for, Aww. by the way. I hope you know that. Honestly, seeing you succeed makes me feel like I could do it too, baby. Stop. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yo, they're inspirational. We're not Look even five them. minutes into the episode and we're already <laughs> getting simpy. Look at us. I can't help it. Okay. Um, so, What's been going on with you, Noelle? Yeah. Previously I, on Noelle. Previously on Noelle. <laughs> Sounds like whoever was previously on me. Like, you know what? <laughs> We're back, y'all. We're back. Right? I mean, like, it's like, imagine, like, you see, like, it's sh- like, you know, like the cut scene, like, when, like, they show, like, oh, previously on this, mm-hmm. right? But it's just like <laughs> an image of a man or woman. And it's like, previously on Noelle. And then you cut to the episode. <laughs> and then you cut to the episode. Oh, my God. Um, now it's a <laughs> pornography, apparently. So, anyway, we're not <laughs> imagine, even six minutes into episode imagine, one. Imagine, like, in porn, like as a porn star, as a porn star, every time you do like the next like gig, you just request like, "Hey, in the editing, can we do previously on?" And then you're like your name. porn star name, and then you show your last your video. last video, yeah, and then you like credit the person that was fucking you. And then, like, and then you go into the next episode. Anyway, do we have to write this stuff down? Honestly, welcome to Fandom Fans. (laughs) Um. Okay. So, hi everyone. I'm Noelle, and what have I been up to? So, I my life currently has been consumed by streaming on Twitch, uh, going to the gym. Wow. I know. Is she like I I'm normally never a person that's like, oh yeah, let's lift some weights. And now I'm like, oh I'm like just so buff all the time. <laughs> and um, okay, and then what else? I, I mean, I've just been freelancing uh as a creative, so both behind the camera and in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So I guess around the time that I was we were still doing Phantom Femmes. I was working at a job and then I got promoted to full time. Mm-hmm. And then July last year, I got laid off. And so a lot of last year, last half of last year was like me, like, ooh, I don't know, like what's going on, but we got that EDD baby. Um, but so it kind of gave mm-hmm. me like that opportunity to have like a safe net of like, oh, let's just try a new thing. So I actually, um, I was lucky enough to be on a set as a script supervisor um, for an upcoming TV series. Hopefully that's going to be picked up on um, a certain streaming service. Mm-hmm. But I also got to act in it. What? Yeah. So they wanted me to act in it and I had a speaking role. 
So I was like, oh my God, I haven't like acted since I was like 18. And I'm not disclosing my age, but <laughs> I'm not 18 anymore. And so I was like, oh, you guys want me? They're like, oh, we really like your voice. I'm like, ah, it's because of my microphone <laughs> on the Zoom meetings. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Yeti Blue. Thanks, Yeti Blue. <laughs> Sponsor. <Not> sponsored. <laughs> We're not sponsored. We're not but sponsored, but sponsor us. Yes, absolutely. We're both using Blue <laughs> I'm so dead. Anyway, so um, I got to do that. I'm I'm with a new dance company now too called Temper Tantrum. And I've got a lot of cool opportunities to dance um, on that company, including um, I got to be on live television mm-hmm. on PBS mm-hmm. for their holiday celebration, mm-hmm. LA County holiday celebration. Nice. So that was crazy. Like seeing myself on a TV, like at, like, cause I think they replayed it. It was on Christmas Eve, but uh-huh. they replayed it on Christmas. And then my family, when I went to go visit them, were watching it on, on like the live. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh my God. You guys don't even like me like that. Like <laughs> they don't. My family does not like me. I'm gay. What can I say? <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, honestly, I feel like I wanted to kind of like dive again into the anime space um, and anime community since I've been picking up on like doing more cosplay again mm-hmm. and kind of just hanging out in those spaces. And I just really miss being able to contribute to that community. And I feel like a really great way that I felt like I was doing that. like and fulfilling that part of my soul was with fandom femmes. So I'm just really excited uh, to do that. But aside from that, I feel like one of the biggest, uh, well, not biggest, but like one of the really big ways that I'm able to spend quality time with a lot of depth with Justine is through this podcast. And so like, I just, I just miss them in general. So I'm like really happy that we can do it. I'm really happy that we can do this too. And I'm also immensely immensely proud and inspired by all the growth that 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 I've seen you go through um I think you're such a multifaceted person and honestly like when I look at you and like all the different avenues of creativity um and passion that you're pursuing I just get really inspired I'm like you know if Noelle can do it then it's not impossible and I can do it too Stop, girl. You know, sometimes we a caterpillar in bed, but you know, like, oh, you, you, you know, know what? Not everyone can be a beautiful butterfly all the time. You're right. Yeah. Oh my God, you just made an insect metaphor. <laughs> be you, be free, be a caterpillar in be, bed. Be a caterpillar, <laughs> be, be a caterpillar in bed. Like, you can't always be a butterfly. <laughs> I think I know what I think. <laughs> I think, I think I know, I think I know too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just really happy that we even are able to have a time skip mm-hmm. for fandom fans, mm-hmm. you know, in general. Because, you know, sometimes things just fall off and don't get picked back up. But I'm happy that we were able to time skip it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that, especially that sound effect. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I think that I, I really agree with you as, um, you know, not not a lot of things like do get picked back up. And um, as is true with a lot of the anime and like, media that we're going to be talking about in this episode even though there's like a significant amount of time that goes by there's still um a lot of really rich and awesome story to be told and there's a bunch of people who will you know want to want to see that story play out so thank you so much for sticking with us y'all and we're really excited to be back (laughs) thank you arigato 
Mar- wait, are we good? Thanks. Are we good? Thanks. Are we good? Thanks. Um, maraming salamat. Maraming salamat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just for everyone who is uh, doesn't understand, that was Tagalog. Um, and or, and I uh, I said it in the not correct way, so don't say it like that. You know what? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so diving into the topic of today, we are going to be talking about um the element of the trope, honestly, of time movement, whether it's time skip or time travel. In- <laughs> this is my clock. <laughs> it's a clock. In anime. Now I'm hyper aware of the visual element and how our audience can see everything that's happening right now. <laughs> Yay. So, um, so time skip and like time travel is something that's really uh, prevalent in anime and also like a lot of other media. And we see it as we're going to talk about in a lot of different shows and movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like what, what do you think is the, is the appeal of um, this, this genre or this trope? And like, do you yourself consume a lot of like time skip or time travel content? I, I actually do. I feel like um okay so i feel like what's really common in terms of like time skips is in shonen mm. actually because um or at least the shonen that are like ooh, not like a not like a 12 episode or not even a 24 episode but mm. like you know those like epics mm. the ones they got 500 episodes yes, yes. <laughs> under their belt and they're like guess what time skip <laughs> and i feel like the time skip the way it's employed is normally always kind of like, a, oh, it's a different season or not even just a completely like, oh, it's from season two to season three. But like, I think the appeal is that like, oh, I I got so like uh, attached to these characters when they were this age or, you know, like teenagers or whatever. Mm. And then like, oh, time skip. And then like, oh, I get to see them as adults. I get to see their kids. I get mm. to see how that, that they interact and like how that all happens. Mm. Um, So it can either like a lot of times time skips are like either a plot driven thing or like something that's more about like a conclusion um so that we can see what happens afterwards but we can get into some examples of like time skips there but like that's kind of like what i like about time skips is kind of just like oh um at least storytelling wise it's like oh, I, we didn't really need to like tell you everything that happens in between if we can just skip it mm. and then you guys can just see how their way of life after that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean as long as they don't like before the time skip is like a massive cliffhanger where you're Mm -hmm. just like i have no idea what the fuck is going on after the time skip and we have some examples of that yes um (laughs) but it's just like like as long as it's employed well then like we're like "Mm, juicy we love those (laughs) delicious delicious yeah yeah absolutely I think I really agree with a lot of what you were saying, too, about, like, the appeal of moving through time as, like, a trope in media. I think what really uh, I I noticed in, like, a lot of the anime I watch and the anime that we're going to talk about today, in general, I'm just very intrigued by time travel Mm. uh, in in the media I consume, whether it's, like, superhero content or anime. And part of the reason why I really like it is not only do we get to see um the characters that we followed throughout the course of this media um 
have like lives after mm. after like yeah. the course of the series. But I also really like, um, you know, the traveling back in time so you can see what like so I can see instead of just hear about yeah. the events that happened yes. like, to these characters exactly. and how it, it, it influences like the way that they are. So like it immerses you instead of just like having dialogue in the script that's being read by a character type of thing. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. And like the like the, the one thing that's coming to mind right now is like in the in the Avengers, this is something that we that we see a lot like within the MCU. But, you know, going back in time and like visually seeing um, like I, I'm even thinking of uh, some of the the newer wave like Marvel shows, like going back in time and seeing the things that in like visually seeing the things that have influenced the trajectory of certain characters mm-hmm. and like the reasons why they are the way that they are um, mm-hmm. is, is always is always really cool. I don't know. I It, it almost adds to, like the empathy that you have for them. Um, rather than hearing them tell you, like, I can see it happen. So, yeah, love that. Yeah. Oh, also, speaking of MCU, I just realized, like, they have a time skip and a lot of time travel. They do. They do. Yes. Like, after the snap, that is considered a time skip, right? Yeah. And then we, and then when we're, when we're, like, brought back, was it five years later? Yes. I think it was five years later. Uh-huh. We see, like, how everyone's lives have changed. And mm-hmm. I think that's the really cool part because it's like, oh, we don't have to see, like, oh, the rebuilding, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like, nuanced yeah but like to be able to just skip and just have like a like a fresh take on like okay this is how life is now Mm -hmm. that big thing happened Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and then also of course lots of time travel i mean dr strange in general um who else spider-man wait yeah uh spider-verse yeah uh yeah yeah Is is that technically time i feel like that's also like time and space technically yeah time and space I'm I'm also thinking about like, you know, when we have like flashbacks and stuff. I don't know. Would you count a, a visual flashback as time travel? I don't know. We're getting into the nitty gritty here. Ooh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But also what's really fun about time jumps or time travels is like, oh, how you can influence history with your actions. Yes. And that's the big thing. And mm-hmm. there's always that like idea of like, oh, what would happen? You know, like just, just generally, not just in fandom, but like generally, oh, if I go back in time and I punched Hitler as a baby, what would happen? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, and then be like, oh, maybe he wouldn't have like, you know, <laughs> done what he did if I punched him as a baby, you know? So it's like, yeah, it's like that playing with that aspect, which is really fun and honestly something I won't really get tired of. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I think over the course of this kind of exposition or like explanation, we've been using the terms time skip and also time travel. Yes. So let's kind of dive into what some of the the nuances or differences. Um, See, you want to talk about the time? To dive in. <laughs> <laughs> hold right. <laughs> wait, wait, what does he say? Living in your body. <laughs> I love how I got it as soon as you said. I'm pretty sure if we go back into our episodes, we have very similar segues oh, to that yeah. song in particular. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. But diving into what is the time skip trope. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, a time skip is ba- like similar to like what we explained. Um, like sometimes it's before the conclusion. Mm-hmm. So it's like a huge conflict happened and it's it's slowly like um, like resolving but before it, we get into like the nitty gritty of everything else that follows, we we skip time mm-hmm. 
and then um and then we see kind of more of the conclusion or finale so mm-hmm. whether or not they decide to pick it up with another conflict or if they decide to just let it be like a, a falling action mm-hmm. into a conclusion mm-hmm. type of thing it can also normally happen uh, when a series gets a sequel or um, and then it picks up from there so imagine like oh for example we're going to talk more about examples in a sec but for example naruto <laughs> at the end of naruto they were like, see you later. I'm going to go train. Comes back. It's cheaper than baby. And my outfit is slightly different now. Mm-hmm. And I'm taller. And mm-hmm. I'm older. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's a completely different series. Naruto versus Naruto Shippuden. Mm-hmm. And then from the- Shippuden, they're like, time skip. Guess what? I had a baby. <laughs> and he's like 10 now. Like I was in Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> So for like that's another example, and so there's also an example of like mid series time skips. This can be seen in like something like Kill a Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, in those those time skips, it almost becomes almost like a completely different anime. Mm. In those time skips, uh, those are kind of extreme examples. Um, but like mid series like time skips, um, usually happens as a break, um, uh, between the series, and is a common point for like filler. To- Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, like honestly, everything in between was not really that important. <laughs> like either either we time skip or we filler that bitch. So mm-hmm. what would you prefer? <laughs> Everyone shits on the filler. So Yeah. So like you wanna skip it or like fill it? And that sounds dirty. <laughs> I hate it. That's it's unavoidable at this point, Noel. Like, we just, are you? I don't but know. also, like, this is our podcast, <laughs> and we can say whatever we want. And we're just we're just speaking very authentically, like yeah. on the mic right now. And yeah, and I'm I'm really glad that they came out of you authentically. <laughs> yeah, and I I also want to talk about I also want to talk about Boruto because like you. <laughs> You alluded it uh, to it earlier, <laughs> yeah. but like another example of a time skip is when you know the characters we know and love have offspring or take on like mentees and that yeah. kind of thing, and um, the mentees or their kids like take on the mantle of the older characters we know and yes, love. Yes, yes. So in addition to Boruto, a couple I've there's actually like as I've been thinking about it there are a lot of different examples of that like in recent media like for example girl meets world was a time skip of boy meets world yeah um now on Netflix there's that 90s show which is um, oh yeah, yeah. which is okay. like basically like the original cast of that 70s show like have kids and everything and like we follow the kids shenanigans with cameos from like the older characters that we right, know and love. Right. Yeah. So um I can I definitely like see the appeal in that. Like trying to uh appeal to the people, the original audience of the show while trying to garner interest from like a new set of viewers. Yeah. So yeah. Dude, even the Rugrats, remember all grown up? <gasps> oh yeah. Wait, was that a series or a movie? It, so it started out as a time skip, like within the series. Like they basically like the the babies have like a little um like what if time travel adventure and like oh what if what if we all got older and oh, then yeah. they, and they then, did like, that i remember chucky as an adult cuz i don't know very specifically chucky <laughs> specifically chucky specifically chucky yeah. because he still had his glasses yes also 
why did he have glasses as a child? Maybe his eyes were just that bad. His eyes, I don't know. His, he got cataracts as a baby. What the heck? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, but like all grown up did turn into a series. Okay. So yeah. And and where we followed the Rugrats as like older mm-hmm. teenagers in high school. So yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. I mean, also time skip Stranger Things. Yes. And I was thinking about it. You know, I was thinking about like, oh, so this most recent season for Stranger Things, like, oh, if they're going to do another, like they would, they have to keep time skipping because they employed the actors and actresses as children. Mm. And so because of production time and pre-production time, production time and post-production time, you know, a lot of time passes in between these, these series and like you have to keep explaining why they look bigger and like why their voices are getting why deeper. their voices are deeper why are they like extremely tall now you know and so it's like after this most recent season it's like man they're about to be like adult adults yeah and they're gonna look very different so you have to like you have to make sure you write it in right but however in anime or cartoons like in any animated series or movies even um they we don't they don't have that type of um limitation so I feel like it can be utilized more creatively instead of just having to do it because your actors are growing older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like um, also kind of a setback for animation though is that like it's kind of hard to see like the subtle aging process. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of easier to just be like, all right, here you go. Here's the new design. Like I say for like the design, the character design team. Here's the new design for them as an adult versus like having to like, you know, slowly mm-hmm. design them each time. It's a little time consuming. So it's, yeah. it's a little bit easier to employ a time skip for that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you want to start kind of getting into some of our favorite <laughs> examples that we want to highlight? Yeah, of yeah. course. So, I mean, we already talked about Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned earlier about why I like time skips is because of this. <laughs> Is because of this. Primarily Naruto to Naruto Shippuden. Because Shippuden was like such a... like Naruto is so dear to my heart that um, when I saw Shippuden and I saw them like kind of grown up and like in their new roles in the village and stuff. I was like, oh my god, look at my babies go. It's like, oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like I'm a dance mom or something. Yeah. I'm like watching like my baby grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. Look at his new jutsu. <laughs> look at his new jutsu. Oh my God. I'm so proud. <laughs> um, and then what I did like about Boruto, if anyone doesn't already know, I don't really like Boruto. <laughs> He's a little shit. Okay. Period. Yes. I don't like him. I like Naruto though. Yeah. And so what was cool about that time skip into Boruto is kind of seeing how the Leaf Village turned out, seeing all of like the, the basically the kids that we saw in Naruto be adults with children mm-hmm. um, and see how all of those relationships interact. Um, and yeah, fuck Boruto again. Yeah. And <laughs> so that's, that's kind of like the big thing is, I mean, once again, Naruto is an epic mm-hmm. um, in terms of length. So like each season is about 500 episodes. I don't know what episode they're on for Boruto now. It's still ongoing. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like where it sits in my heart. Yeah. 
And uh, something similar in terms of like, I guess, seeing the same characters is like in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, it's very clear. So each part or season, um, we feature a different person from the Joestar family. Mm. And so in season one, I think it's Jonathan. Season two, it's Joseph. Mm-hmm. Season three, it's Jotaro. Do you get the pattern? <laughs> In season four, it's Josuke. <laughs> okay, this one's a little different. Season five, Giorno. <laughs> Sorry, I have not seen any JoJo's <laughs> Bizarre Adventure, but like you listing all of these names, I'm just like, why does it have the same like naming pattern as like Filipino names? <laughs> where it's like, where it's very common oh, it's to take. Jo- Jolene. Oh, it's Joseph. It's Joseph. <laughs> uh, it's it's Jonathan. Or it's oh, like it's J- there's um there's JR and that's like Joseph Jr. Joseph Jr. <laughs> and everyone calls him JR. I'm so dead. No, yeah, but it's like taking I don't know, I just had to say that. Taking uh it, it's a common like trend, I guess, in uh Filipino families to yeah. take bits and pieces of like the parents' names yeah. or the grandparents' names to like name your kids. So or even not even taking something, but just always having like the same thing. Yeah, like all J's, like you know, all J's, like either the first consonant of the names or vowel or whatever, first letter or first syllable of mm-hmm. the name is the same, or the last syllable. Oh, like Julian has <laughs> Julian, and then his brother's Adrian. And then his sister is Marion. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's the That's last. So little. funny. Yeah, right? I did not know that. It's crazy. Yeah, me and my sister are both like have the same initials as our parents. So my name's Justine. My middle initial starts with an E, and then I have my mom's maiden name as my my middle name, and mm-hmm. my father's last name as my last name. So my sister and I, our initials are J E O B. Oh yeah, job, 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 job. Yeah. Do you have a job? <laughs> Sorry, it's fine. This is this took a turn. It but took anyways, a turn. Back but, to JoJo's, but yes, JoJo's. Um, what I like about it is that like you just know from each part that you're gonna like meet someone from the JoStar family, but you don't know how because mm. sometimes it's not conventional either. So it makes sense. Oh, season one, it's 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 Jonathan. The whole thing with the fucking crazy gay vampire happens, right? And then um. <laughs> And then curses curses the family is uh-huh. is trying to kill them for the next three seasons, right? Um, <laughs> season two is his. I think it's his son. Correct me if you can't correct me. Anyone in the podcast or YouTube, correct me if I'm wrong. Someone's gonna be upset with me. I feel like um, either son or grandson, right? Okay, and then in Jotaro is is definitely Joseph's grandson for mm-hmm. sure. Okay, and then <laughs> Josuke <laughs> is is not Jotaro's grandson or son. He's actually Joseph's illegitimate child. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I see. Oh, so technically, him and jo- Josuke and Jotaro are like si- like siblings. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Get this. <laughs> Get this. This was the weirdest one. Get this one. Season five. Jorno uh-huh. is actually the love child of Dio, who is the gay vampire 
But he's technically a Joe star because Dio put his head on Jonathan's body and then fucked someone and then had Giorno. Spoilers. <laughs> oh shit, spoiler alert. <laughs> I'll put it in there. This You'll is flash a it, flash, flash it on the screen. It. This is a spoiler alert. That was the sound of it for <laughs> for for me to put it in the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, season six, very casual. Jotaro's daughter. Okay. And it's a it's a girl. Is time. it a Joe? Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> Jolene. 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 So Jolene. I think that's like a fun way to do like separate the seasons. Mm. It's like it's it's like about it's JoJo's bizarre adventure. Yeah. It's all the Joes. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's it's pretty fun. That's cool. And like are all the the characters from the seasons prior like pretty like present like throughout um, kind of for the most part some, sometimes they bleed into each other obviously mm. you kind of heard about what happened to jonathan um, <laughs> <laughs> um but season two uh joseph he shows up in both season three and four and he ages mm. as well obviously mm-hmm. um throughout time um jotaro ends up in season four and season five and six he like just like cameos. He's like, oh, hey, okay. what's up? I'm the best. So it's like cameos throughout. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's kind of like that '90s show. Yeah. <laughs> and then season four. No, season five had a couple characters from season four that were exclusive to season four, like not a Joe Star people, not like a family member. Um, and then season five. Sorry, I meant season five briefly had season four people. Season six is kind of like it had Jotaro, and then like I'm still watching it, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll we see. will see. But just just know that it gets more bizarre every season. Oh my god! And it's the thing I love the most about it because it's so fucking stupid. And not haha stupid. Like, this makes no fucking sense, stupid. Like amazing. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds sounds awesome. I've honestly been told to watch JoJo's like several times. Yes. And the poses. Oh my god. No, so, yes, the poses. Uh, so extra. Yes. And season season five. Okay, season three, I really love because they make them really extremely buff for no fucking reason. And it's so great because like all of their muscles are just so ah. Uh. And then um but then like season like four and five have like this like trend of like just big chests. oh yeah and like not even women like the big chests. and then like like in season five especially they're like outfits a lot of them like have cut out chest designs like "Mm, yeah show me some peg baby you know what i mean i'm not even here like as like a oh like female gaze like ooh hot men i'm like oh my god work slay Okay. You know, it's great. Yes. It's fun. No, absolutely. I I didn't know that, that time skip was like so or yeah, that time skip was like so prevalent in in JoJo's. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, I think like my experience with time skip and the media that I've watched, first thing that comes to mind, what do I always talk about? Young Justice. Young mm-hmm. Justice and Avatar, and we're going to be talking about both of them. Here. So, with Young Justice, um I so basically like premise is you know, the protégés of, like, the Justice League um, form their own kind of little squad of, like, crime-fighting heroes. Um, they're all in high school. Uh, at least in season one, they're all in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, they're kind of 
navigating, you know, wanting to be heroes while also navigating teen problems. Teen oh. problems. Mm. <laughs> puberty. Puberty. <laughs> so um, a little bit of context about how I came across Young Justice uh, back when it was initially air- like on Netflix. So I-, I watched Young Justice after it had been off the air already. So I watched it on Netflix. At the time, only seasons one and two were out. Now there are like four seasons currently out. Oh. But um, seasons one and two were the only ones that were that were made and out. Mm-hmm. I remember binge watching season one, following these like high school characters, like these proteges of the Justice League. And then I'm like, cool, now it's time for season two. Thinking that the conflicts in season one would just kind of be like carried over. Now they're like, like they're awkward adults instead of teens anymore. No, they jump five years into the future. Five years into the future. Like not only are like they into like, season two, into season two, season two starts where they're like all gro- like the the young justice people are all grown up. Some of them like we oh find God, it's like Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Elliot, it is like Rugrats. <laughs> they're all grown up. They're all grown up. Um. But yeah, and like there's a whole new cast of like young pro- uh, proteges that that are there. We get introduced to a lot of new characters at once. And um, one thing that I noticed when I was rewatching it, which is a part of why it made it so jarring, was mm. that they would kind of I felt that at points they were trying to um, finesse or plug in as much ex- exposition as possible. Like I remember there was a dialogue uh, between two characters. I won't say who, but they'll be like. Yeah, so um, I know it's been really hard since this and this person died. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Huh? This person died? Like, they, like that wasn't in season one. Um, but since like so much time had passed, it, it like, it like, it, it was really jarring to get used to at first. But then as they started to introduce the characters that we were familiar with, um, in in season one, you start to see, like, how far some of them have gone, like off the path and like how they've tried to like forge their own some of them like left the justice league and um and that kind of thing too are, are not affiliated at all so i thought that was really cool and um in, in doing my research for this podcast the the more recent seasons uh there is a two-year time skip um in between seasons two and three yes oh. um and then there is a one-year time skip between seasons three and four. Um, they so, really skipping around. Yeah, they are really skipping around. Not five year. Not, it's not a five-year jump though. That that five-year jump was a lot. But um, also, small confession: because I love Young Justice so much, because I am a weenie, I cannot bring myself to catch up with the series because after because. In my brain, I'm like, if I do, then it's over. Aww. And then there's no more. So, oh, so it's and then like have they, to wait. They concluded it. I don't know four. if it's I don't know if it's concluded, concluded, but I just know that I have a lot of anxiety because like mm-hmm. after season two, there was this whole push to like bring back Young Justice to get it to get it greenlit for a season three. And that uncertainty was just too much for me. So I'm oh. just gonna be like, I'm just gonna take it little by little. I'm a soft girl. I'm sorry. Um but yeah, so let's talk about the other thing that I don't shut up about, which is Avatar. So if you think about it, uh, Avatar into Legend of Korra is also a time skip because we are um, after the events of... That's a, it's a pretty big time skip. It is a, it's really, like generational. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like a generational time skip. And it's, it's really cool too because like kind of like 
and let me know if this is a fair comparison too but i think with jojo's how since the element of skipping time is like embedded into the structure and the world of the show Mm -hmm. um that was i felt like that way for avatar too because the whole time we knew that after the avatar died there would be Be another avatar right oh that's true mm -hmm. so it's that's like very like once again generational yeah same with jojo's it's Mm -hmm. a generational thing so like because i i also heard like you know teasers about the next avatar because in the cycle Yes. It would be an Earth Avatar. An Earthbender next, yes. Oh, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, so we – and it makes sense for such a huge freaking time jump to happen because, like, Aang had to live his life and then and die. And then die. In order, <laughs> in order for – In or, order for Korra to become the new Avatar. So, so yeah, there is, like, a – and, like, even within Legend of Korra, too, um, we have the initial kind of, like – introduction to Korra in season one we establish like relationships we um establish the world and like even major anta- um, antagonists mm-hmm. and then there's a six month time jump between season one and the events of season one and the events of season two mm. and some of the relationships that um the relationships and connections that were established in season one have really changed and differed within that like six month time jump too so I thought that yeah. was really interesting. yeah yeah I agree or wait, wait, which seasons? Uh, between season book one and book two. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so before diving into time travel, I think there's one more time skip that we have to talk about, right, Noel? Oh yeah, major time skip. <laughs> it's not an anime, but it should be. Um. Anyway, Samurai Jack. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know. I'll just, I'll just, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll just, let me just, um, s- let me just read you. I'm just kidding. I'm not even reading it. I know it by heart. Um, let me just speak to you the, the, the intro monologue to the show. So basically the opening of the show, it explains the time skip. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Long ago in a distant land, I, Aku, shape-shifting master of darkness, unleashed an unspeakable evil. But a foolish samurai warrior, wielding a magic sword, stepped forth to oppose me. Whooshing, whooshing, whooshing. Before the final blow was struck, I tore open a portal in time and flung him into the future, where my evil is law. Now the fool seeks to return to the past. <laughs> And undo the future that is Aku. <laughs> so, um, Jack, Jack, Jack. Okay. So, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> um, basically, after the first episode of Samurai Jack, I mean, it's a very episodic series, but after the first episode, we see he gets flung into the future where because he, because, well, it's also time travel, technically. Yeah. Um, because he, Aku flung Samurai Jack into the future. He was able to succeed in taking over. Mm. And therefore, he has to try to get back to the past to try to get rid of Aku. It's the same as like punching Hitler's baby. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So like, um, which is kind of OP if you think about it. You're like, oh my God, I can't defeat this guy. Let me just put him into the future where I already won. That's bullshit. That's, that's, (laughs) that's like a, that's a badass move, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't just do that in the first place. Why did he even fight him? 
ego probably i don't i don't know i don't know but basically yes the entire every episode of samurai jack after that is him trying to find a portal in time a time portal to get back home um which honestly love the series super great if you haven't checked it out do so i have like three posters yes <laughs> samurai jack is so great samurai jack has become a meme in our podcast too, it has because like Stop, any wait. any any opportunity <laughs> that noelle can find to do the samurai jack monologue <laughs> we make it happen honestly honestly what was happening when we were planning <laughs> we were planning this episode um <laughs> um on google docs and we we're both separate so we're remotely yeah. editing this document together and we can see us like live editing it and i see under time skip anime justine writes samurai jack and immediately i put a dash and i start typing <laughs> long ago in a distant, distant land <laughs> and i i type out the entire monologue it was it was it was really good it was really great i i want to keep that memory tucked into a little locket of course in my heart Oh, wait. And also, like, in Samurai Jack, isn't the... There was a reboot of Samurai Jack. And yes. Was, wasn't there also... Was there also a time jump within that, or...? um, A little, yes. Yeah. So the, the time skip is where Jack is a little more, like... um, I mean, honestly, the willpower of a samurai can only go so far. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, if you keep facing rejection over and over and over again, so he's a little, like, jaded, mm. but then, you know, finds... The, the the whole point is that after the time skip finds the will to like, try to yeah. try again um and then there's another time travel skip but that's spoiler so we're yeah. not gonna say it for sure um wow look at me i actually knew it was a spoiler wow wow, wow. um but we have some honorable mentions as well we won't touch too much on it yeah um but huge time skip definitely attack on titan mm-hmm. um from i think season four to the final season I don't remember which, the numbers, but huge one. This is the one where I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. When I have you have you watched Attack on Titan? Um, not recently. No. Not recently. Yeah. So the most recent one, I mean, this year there. Sorry, it upsets me. So like they had the final season last year. Uh-huh. Right. And then they were about to have a final episode. Uh-huh. And they're like, we're going to take, we're going to, um, it's going to come out next year. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're extra. That I mean, they're really just, extra. they're just milking it. But, yeah. um, but basically when we hopped into the final season, it was kind of like, they also time skipped backwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it was like, Instead of continuing what happened from the end of season four into the final season, they were like, flashback to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh. <laughs> so it was like, but it was like that for a while. So mm-hmm. for the longest time, I'm like, I don't know what is happening time-wise in the current timeline. Like, <laughs> so that was confusing. Um, it still went well, I guess, mm-hmm. the season, but uh, confusing. Um, Already mentioned Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill. Literally mid-season. Or like, I mean, it was only one season. But mid-season. Um, for Gurren Lagann, it was five years. Mm. For Kill a Kill, it was a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but norm- like you can literally see. it's They're also made by the same mangaka. So yes. like you can literally see like the similarities. And like how basically from 
both parts from the time skip, almost completely different animal. Mm. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Super interesting. Would recommend. Yeah. Um, Death Note. Yes. Um, what happened was there was a five year time jump in between where like there's the huge conflict and it was like protag you know we it resolves it goes one way or the other i will not say where (laughs) and um and then five years happen later and then you would think whoever won won and they don't it's that type of thing so it's but some people are a little upset with that because they want whoever won to just have won. Right. Instead of like, let's time skip and then like, ha just kidding. Don't win. It's been, it's the longest long con. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then Dr. Stone also is a huge time skip. So it's the whole petrification of the human race. 5,000 years later, coincidentally, Senku, the main character, the protagonist, um, is no long no longer is petrified because of like this like bat urine that drips on him. Cool. Yeah. 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 And then he tries to rebuild the human race mm. from scratch with science. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah, those are those are some honorable mentions for time mm-hmm. skips. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I think like this is something that kind of came up in like our research process of it. Like Noelle brought this to my attention too, um, because for the longest time I was conflating time skip with time travel. So the time skip trope, as we've established, is basic basically happens within a series or in a movie when a a huge chunk of time goes by and the story picks up from mm. um from where they left off, whether it's like by the same characters or by the next generation of yes. people who are taking up the mantle. Time travel, um, in a sense, is like is different because it's it requires like the it's it's a it's a part of it's an innate part of the story already. Yeah, not necessarily like a would you call it a plot device or something? Uh, I feel like it's it's something that's just a concept that yeah. is, is present in that universe. Yeah, in that anime's universe. Yeah, so it's like oh, like in some universes, it's like oh my god, yeah, we time travel all the time, and versus like some other anime universes it's like oh my god like there's only this one person that can yeah you know what i mean or like oh we got portals all over the place you know what i mean yeah so it just depends on like the world building um for each so i would say it's more of like um like a gadget of the world Uh or something or that's a great way to put it yeah yeah and honestly like as i was reflecting on a lot of the anime that i watch a lot of them like a lot of my favorites actually made it to to this list that we're about to talk about yay so um we'll we'll, we'll start with the big one which is your name and ah, like yes. the the whole concept of like without without giving too much away like the whole concept is like you know a a bond or relationship that that is formed across time yes like by people like synchronously with people who are who so happen to be in different parts of time yeah Yeah. and i i just thought that was like i don't know i i i didn't even anticipate the time aspect of it when i was first watching it yeah i thought i mean we can just briefly like very brief summary is um the two protags often find themselves switching bodies yeah and they don't know why Mm -hmm. and um so it's just like 
I was like, oh, there's people, people switch bodies. Yes. You know? Psych. <clears throat> different bodies, different times. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I, like, didn't really, like, were there any indicators, like, with, um, like, you know, surrounding technology? I honestly haven't watched it in so long. Yeah. That I, I can't, like, pick up those details right now out of my brain. Honestly? I don't, like, technology isn't coming to mind right now, but I think it was more of, like, a supernatural, like, phenomenon type mm. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, like, um, were you able to see between the two, like, how different, how they were, like, in different times, like, context-wise? Oh. Before they revealed it was in different times. Honestly, no. Like, I yeah, didn't, I didn't, I didn't think so get either. that, yeah. Because I thought it was, like, with the one, one of the protags, um, it was like, oh, he's just a city boy. And the other yeah. one's like a country girl. Yeah. You know? So I was like, oh, like, it's just different places, mm-hmm. you know? But psych! Psych. But yeah, very, this, in this case, time travel was very, like, more of like a supernatural, kind of like a spiritual yeah. phenomenon. No, absolutely. Right? And I love that woo shit. <laughs> absolutely. I think that's why I love, like, <laughs> the this, what shit? The woo woo shit. Woo woo? Yeah. Can you explain that? Woo woo. I mean, like, okay. So, <laughs> you know, like the, <laughs> this is going to be a terrible explanation, but you know, like the people who, um, who believe in like, you know, past lives and uh-huh. like yeah. tarot uh-huh. and like the crystal, the, the crystal girlies. Crystal like, girlies. I'm not, okay. I, I am like, um, I'm like a diet woo woo. I'm not diet. like full on like, Woo woo, but I do believe in like the supernatural and everything like that. So, yes. um, so I think that's that's part of like the appeal of like this to me, right? Um, and kind of speaking of your name, let's go into the name of this episode, which is the girls who left through time. Wow, because wow, give me a segue. Wow, um, and meep meep is a segue. <laughs> We uh we drew inspiration for we named this episode after one of my favorite anime movies, which is The Girl Who Left Through Time. And um the premise is just basically like um a girl who discovers that she can travel through time and period. She and like as she like learns how to do that, she discovers like, you know, the limitations of like that pow- like of that power. She like makes connections along the way. And I think it's like a really beautifully like animated movie too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. As as when baby Justine was getting into anime and when I say baby, I was talking about high school and stuff like, so I started, I was always around anime, but I didn't really start watching it, watching it until like start to finish until I got to high school. Um, and it was one of the movies that was recommended to me. And like, I re I remember really, really like liking it when I watched it. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I watched the girl who left through time, but I watched it so long ago. Once again, I my brain, it's kind of making me want to rewatch all of these things like your name, the girl who left through time. <sighs> oh my gosh, should we have a movie night? Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But um, another good one that I like, uh, definitely, it's in my top five anime. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be getting a tattoo, <gasps> it's gonna be on my ta- a manga sleeve. Yes, yes, and so it's called Erased. <laughs> and uh, oh man, how do you explain this? So uh, basically the whole premise is centered around a guy who gets transported um, back to when he was 10 years old um, to solve the mystery of disappearing kids in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, but a huge, this is a spoiler, what it is that catapults us into this mystery is um, a huge event, which is uh, 
the loss of his mother. Mm, yeah. And then we dive. We dive in. That's not appropriate after murder. No! But um, but basically, I think uh, his name is, was it Satoru? Yeah. Yeah. And yes, yes, um, yes. he always kind of had this. It's It was something that he kind of, like, they didn't really explain why he could. But he could always just kind of slightly see, was it a head? Or was it? I'm not. Because he, he was able to sense danger, I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like able he, to sense- And then, like, prevent it from happening. Yeah. But then after he, after that happened to his mom, uh-huh. and then things progressed, yeah. he was. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's just the time travel, like. No, he's not. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I actually like didn't know that was in your top five because this is my top five too. Oh, I love it's so good. It's really, really good. Also the opener and like, you know, when the op- something happens to the opener. Yeah. <gasps> Sorry, you guys. You have to watch it. <laughs> it's only 12 episodes. I don't want to spoil it. It's so good. But always I, I just say just always watch the opening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I haven't it. seen it in a minute, so now I wanna now I wanna rewatch. I know. Oh my but, gosh, we're yeah. gonna binge. <laughs> no, absolutely. I really love a race, and like I, I'm also really fascinated with like true crime in general. Like yeah. the the type of um content that I consume is like very much around you know like um around true crime, and like uh, I really like watching suspenseful and like mystery anime like in general. So like mm-hmm. the fact that they had that with a layer of time travel on top of it just made it super, super interesting for me. Yeah. So, yeah. It was really cool because it wasn't we just stay in the past either, right? Do, do we go back and forth? He goes back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, but then he can't really like, control it mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, kind of like that urgency of like, I have to like do it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, like there's no like, oh, I can press a button and go back. You yeah. know what I mean? Ooh, that one is, ooh, it's going to put you in your in some feels. Oh, yeah. Also, I just, if you like, like, suspense and, like, not exactly thriller, but, like, murder mysteries. Yeah. I love murder mysteries. So, mm-hmm. that was such a great one. Yeah. Um. Okay, speaking of being in the fields, there's also an anime called Orange. Not to be confused with Citrus. <laughs> which is a Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to be confused, but Orange. Um, I actually remember I watched this anime. Um early college Mm -hmm. but i liked it so much that i wanted to kind of know more so i read the entire manga the night after i finished the anime Uh i finished it Uh uh-huh i'm a binge bitch yes yes do you want to talk about it a little more um yeah sure i mean like it's been a minute since i've seen orange but like basically we have um it like follows the lives of these high school students like we have a 16 year old named naho who discovers a letter from her t- like from 10 years into the future that yeah. tells her to like essentially like look out for and like take care of um a and student person. yeah like a um who like becomes her friend in the future mm-hmm. and then it's basically like it's exploring you know the emotional part of time passing you know yeah. um you know like what like what regrets do you have like as time passes like you know can we really stop things from happening? Like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So it's not actually like the character traveling through time, but these letters from her future self. Yes. Traveling through time yeah. to her. Which I kind of forget if we it was ever explained how that was happened. But honestly, with 
how well it's written, I didn't really care. Yeah. I didn't really care. Yeah. I just really liked the way it was written and like how things unfolded. Sometimes there are some things, you know, even if you try to involve yourself to like change it, sometimes things just still happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, like how how could I have I done different? And that's something we think in the like as our future selves, like mm -hmm. like how could I have done something different? You mm -hmm. know? And then so you try to like it's almost like like your future self thinking about these things. And then, like, your past self is, like, a simulation of that. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <Dude. laughs> so, yeah, like, so, so Orange, honestly, is, like, like, I guess Naho in the future, like, basically, like, writing down, like, maybe what she would have wanted to do, mm. you know? Yeah. Because in, in the anime, in eventually, we still end up, I don't really think there's much. Is there a big difference from when we see the actual when we see like 10 years later in Aho? I don't remember. You guys should watch it. Also, reading it is fine, too. I I feel like when you read it, you kind of get a lot more context wise. But I would say the anime did a great job music wise, too, to really help convey those emotions. So I would recommend both. Yes. Absolutely. If you're um, an anime head or a manga head, either mm -hmm. way, great, great choice. Yes. Yeah. Um, ooh. So a lot of these were kind of like, oh, slice of lifey mm -hmm. genres, mm -hmm. right? So like mm -hmm. a race. I mean, it was more murder mystery thriller. Yeah. But like these are all like centered like in Japan, you know, students, etc. So we have an isekai. Mm -hmm. It's called ReZero. Mm-hmm. I honestly heard so much about it. And so me and Julian started watching it. And the first two episodes, though, well, the first episode, I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> and Julian was like, can you please just give it a chance? I've heard so many good things about it. And I was like, fine. We watch episode two. I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> and then we get to the end. Like, I think the end of episode two, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> okay, so basically... Um, this protagonist gets isekai mm -hmm. by Truck-kun, I think. Um, I think it was Truck-kun. I'm, I'm forgetting. I haven't watched it in a bit. But um, so he dies and then he gets reincarnated into with his same memories. And not reincarnated, sorry. Just kind of like transferred. Mm -hmm. Everything he had on his person, including his tracksuit and his snacks that he bought at the convenience store mm -hmm. were transferred to like this other world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Isekai, like magic, mm -hmm. mm, knights, elves, all of the above, mm -hmm. magical things. And, you know, he's like, we think like, oh, it's a regular Isekai. Psych! It's not. It's not. It's not. Lots of time travel. And the reason being, this is a spoiler. If, I mean, however, it is explained very early in the anime, but every time, we find out that every time um, Satsuki dies in, like, um, in that universe, he restarts from, like, a save point. And it's not video game related, like, at all. It's, like, he just always has to restart there. Mm -hmm. However, it's not, like, he every time he dies, he has to feel the pain of every death. And he has to see... People he cares about die each time. Mm. And so throughout this, kind of similar to a race in the sense of like trying to figure out what's going on. Um, 
because there is something there is something going on like yeah. plot wise. Yeah. But like each time he has to like figure it out and try not to die. Mm. <laughs> but then if he dies, he has to start from like step one. Oh shit. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's some of it's so sad. And it's just like that feeling of like you've like that like um there's so many like ups and downs of like him being like, oh well, this power is cool. Like and then it's like, oh no, it's not because I have to literally watch my loved ones like die oh, every shit. time. Yeah. And you're like trying to prevent that from happening, you know? Yeah. And also you have to always, if you had a bond with someone, have to reforge it mm-hmm. as well. And it's just like, oh my God, that's so it's so crazy. Also, he's not OP at all. The power. I think his only thing he can do is like steal. Oh shit. I don't know. I think it I think that's what it is. I don't know. But mm-hmm. like he slowly there's like very, very slow power creep for him. But like mm-hmm. it it's really good. And it's definitely in like my top two isekai. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the other one is. I can't even think of but I feel like it's top two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even say what my number one isekai is, but um I think that was a really interesting way to convey time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's it's not um, really like a press of a button again. It's kind of just like you're just trying to survive out here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, another interesting anime that employs time travel. I would say it's kind of less travel uh-huh. and kind of more foresight. Okay. So, Future Diary. Is the anime where we have our OG Yandere, um, you know Gasai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was just interested about it because I was like, what's this Yandere shit about? <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, like why she's so popular, you yeah. know? And so I watched it and I was like, this is actually really interesting. So what happens is, is that um, anyone <laughs> that had some sort of diary, um, that was chosen by like, do I can't I can't pronounce it. It's like D E U S. Do how do you pronounce like that? Deus? Deus? Like 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 Deus is ex machina. That's yeah. how it's spelled. Like, Basically that. Yeah. But like that's like the god. Yeah. Right. And he chooses these people with like the like diaries. There's twelve of them. If they ha- if you had a, like an existing diary, it'd be turned into like a future diary, mm. and you'd be able to tell the future based on what kind of diary you have. So there are 12 users and you have to utilize your diary to survive or basically kill everyone else so that you're the last future diary holder. Mm. So that, and whoever's the last one is to become God. Battle Royale with like foresight, essentially. Mm. And so like the main character's diary is like a general diary. Mm-hmm. Like because he was... He would just record things like objectively. You know, our Yandere's diary is one about the main the main character because she was stalking him. Oh my god. So her diary tells the all of his future. Ah. Specifically. Specifically his future. And it's not limited to like their phones either. Like someone's diary was a fucking scroll. Mm-hmm. Someone's diary was a voice recorder uh-huh. because he was a serial killer. Um, so it's just like, and each diary serves like, it's not like a, oh, tells like an objective thing of the future. Like one of them was like a hunting diary. So it's more specifically about like, oh, the hunt or whatever. 
Um, it was really interesting. And then they would use the like their diaries and to as the like the main method to like create tactics in attacking the others. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Very cool. I haven't finished it actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was a lot longer than I thought it was. I mm. thought it was like a twenty-four or mm. it is not. I think it's like a thirty-two or wow. Yeah, something like that. But. I know we have some honorable mentions yes. um, because I know some people are going to be like, oh my God, why didn't you mention Steins Gate? Of course. I haven't watched Steins Gate, but we all know there's something about a microwave and there's time travel. Yeah, and there's a banana in the microwave. Is, there, is it the banana? Yeah, I've tried. I've watched episode one a lot because I've also tried to get into Steins Gate. But I think it's just one of those things kind of like how you were with ReZero. Yeah. Where it's like episode one. I'm bored. And I'm then you bored. have to just keep... Just keep pushing through. I it. feel like I have to watch it with Julian because he's such a science boy. Yeah. That like I feel like he'd really like it. And maybe like if he likes it, like I'll like you yeah. know, be more willing to, yeah. <laughs> to sit there and watch it. But mm-hmm. Science Gate is huge. Um, literally in our research for this, I came across it many lists of like time travel anime, mm-hmm. and it's always number one. Yeah. It's always number one. We didn't particularly like dive too deep into it today because we both haven't watched yeah. it. <laughs> so but definitely, I mean, it's it's always one of the titles that comes up as a classic mm-hmm. whenever you like do any type of anime research. So mm-hmm. Def would recommend. Absolutely. Um, one recent one would be Tokyo Revengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of similar to Erased in the sense of there's no button. Oh, wait, no, there kind of is a button. Did you watch it? Okay, so Tokyo Revengers is like a gang, teenage gang mm-hmm. anime. And uh, the protag can go back in time when he was an adolescent. Um, I just know some people had problems with this anime because he would go back in time as himself as 16, but then like be in love with the 16-year-old girl that he liked at that time. And so some people were like, that's predatory because you're actually 30. But I'm like, oh, right. People said similar things about Erased too. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, like what? what is that fine line? Like, what is that fine because line? Because technically you are back in time as yourself. Yeah. At that age. Yeah. But your mind. But your you, mind is you, older. And you know all the things, you know? So like. I think it's another layer to like the ethics of time travel because I feel like whenever um, time travel comes up, like in media, it's always like don't mess with the fabric of time because you don't know how it's going to change the future. That's the yeah. that's the rule. That's the rule. But like now, I guess the rule is like don't fall in love. Don't fall in love with the younger. <laughs> don't, don't fall in love in that time period. Don't like, don't do it don't because do it. don't just don't you're do a it. pedo. <laughs> you're gonna get canceled. You're gonna. <laughs> That's that's the new wave. Like, don't care about the fabric of time. Just don't fall in love with your little sixteen-year-old boo. Miles, you'll get canceled. You're going to jail, anime jail. <laughs> Period. Okay. Absolutely. Um. So some <laughs> another more recent one. Um. Just an honorable mention. Summertime render. I know is pretty popular. About like last year ish or earlier last year. I personally didn't watch it, but it's also kind of a murder mystery. Mm. If you're interested. Um, and we have some classics. We have like, I found out Doraemon is a time travel. What? Yeah. Because Doraemon, like the, the mascot, yeah. the character, 
um, was actually like, um, it's a robot cat that was sent into, I, I forget if it was the past or the future, by a family member to take care of an elderly family member. What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's really cute. Isn't it cute? That's, like it's it's very wholesome. I just thought he was just like a cute little blue like thing. Oh, no, I think it's from the future sending it to the past. Uh-huh. So robot makes sense, you know. Yeah. Is sent to like their um like their grandfather to uh-huh. take care of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's adorable. Um also classic Inuyasha. Mhm. Very easy portals between time periods. Mm-hmm. Fucking fucking a, a dog man, I guess. Gome. <laughs> um I mean, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I was more of a wait, what was his brother's name? <laughs> I know like Inuyasha was toxic, but like <laughs> I know Inuyasha was toxic. <laughs> but like, wasn't his brother even more toxic? But he was hotter, so I like him better. <laughs> we should have, we should do an episode about like about like fox boys and cat girls. Oh my god, so beast. We need a beast stars. We need a beast stars. Okay, okay. Yeah. So another That's mention. I haven't watched it, but the melancholy of uh, Haruhi Suzumiya. Have you heard of it or like seen her? Yeah, she's. I feel like she's. It's like so common. I, mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that Haruhi Suzumiya basically. Is like a being, like like well, she. I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Spoiler. spoiler. Um, she's a high school student, but she to like her classmates, and that's what she like praises herself as. But she's actually like can transcend time and space, bro. Damn. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but like I think she just like enjoys like she's like I guess like a being that's like. Almost like God, right? Mm-hmm. But like she just like enjoys being a high school girl. Mm. So it's like the melancholy of her. Mm. And that's like her classmates trying to figure out like what she is, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I didn't know that's what that was about. I thought yeah. it was just like a slice of life, like happy fun, happy yes. fun, slice of life. Yes. Um, but no, it's not. Um, also Madoka Magica is a magical girl anime with time travel. Yeah. And it's one person that can time travel initially, at least in season one. Mm-hmm. There's no anime after season one, and there's but there I haven't read past season one. Oh, okay. And so, you know, magical girls they get really fucking powerful. The power scaling gets crazy, and so Madoka is actually really up there too. Yeah. But this is a huge spoiler. Okay, I just want to like, but I want to talk about it. Um, spoiler. So the the supporting character. Mm-hmm. Um, forgetting her name, I think Aoi. Um, I might be wrong, y'all, but basically, oh Honoka, she traveled through time. Uh, to try to, um, I forget what it was, but she traveled through time, and to try to prevent Madoka from dying mm. because she's in love with her. Yeah, yeah, I she, she's gay. I haven't heard much about. Like, or I haven't seen this anime, but, like, one of the things, like, a couple of the things that I've heard about it is, like, one, it's very sad. And two, it's very queer. So. Very sad. Very queer. Um, Also, such a really great, like, take 
on a, ma- the, a magical girl universe. Mm-hmm. Such a great, like, it's like so, it like debunks it like so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Uh, but yeah. Did you, did you have any other honorable mentions? I do. And this one, it's not anime. Like, it's not <laughs> anime, but I'm just like, okay, cool. I, so, context. Noelle is definitely way more versed in, like, anime than I am. I have, like, my anime that I know and love, but also, like, I'm a nerd about a lot of other things. And this is one of those other things. So, back in, I'm going to talk about something called the Time Warp Trio. If you know, you know. But I'm going to tell you about a very core part of my childhood. This was a book series. Like, it was a book series, um, like, like geared towards, like, young boys. But, like, I was different. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was not like other girls. So I really gravitated towards these. And, like, they were really good. They are basically these three, um, these three adolescent boys, Joe, Sam, and Fred. I know. Really... Really generic <laughs> names, but basically, like they come across this like blue book with um with like you know ancient writing on it, and like they open the book and this green mist comes out and it takes them to a different time. And this like this book series, the chokehold it had on my childhood. Oh my god! <laughs> like I absolutely loved this book series, and um they adapted it into a TV series on um Discovery Kids. So they followed the adventures of like Joe, Sam and Fred. And I got to see some of my, some of my favorite like time warp trio books get adapted into, into TV shows. But since we're talking about time travel, I just had to, I had to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, wow. I never knew about Joe, Sam and Fred. <laughs> but now and, I'm going to have there. And there. the magical book of time travel. Yeah. It's, it was called the book. The book can take them anywhere. It's just called the book. I was, the book yeah. for you. I was waiting for you to say the book of something. And you're like, it's just called the, the book. book. Yes. <laughs> okay, Slay. Yes, Slay. All yeah. right. So, I mean, speaking of all this time travel and our fascination with it, um, would you want the power to be able to try time travel? You know, I've thought about this. And I'm just like, a part of me is, I, I think genuine pros of like time travel is like, if you if you fuck up, you can go back and like repair your fuck up, you know, um, if, you know, maybe or maybe hop into the future to like anticipate how certain choices that you make in the present will affect your future and like see the outcome. And this is going to sound really corny and woo woo, but like I'm on my woo <laughs> woo. But I think like I've reconciled with the fact and I think this is I'm, I'm also saying that as somebody who physically can't travel through time. It's it's a I feel like as somebody who physically can't travel through through time, it's a lot easier to say, oh yeah, I wouldn't do it. Because I feel like <laughs> corny time. But <sighs> the the actions and stuff that happens to you, like in the present, I feel or it gives me peace of mind to think that it sends you through a certain trajectory that you're supposed to go down anyway. Mm. So um the stuff that happens. And stuff like not necessarily like has a reason, but it propels you um, to be and like become the person you're meant to be. So, wow. Period. What about you, Noelle? Would you want to travel through? Would you want to leave through time IRL? Um, I don't know, but long ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Honestly, I would only say no, because I feel like um, I already overthink a lot of things anyway. And so I, I hate. Trying to think that like 
I can turn my what ifs into reality. Mm. And um, it just sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I don't want like, and aside from, I feel like there's also, if you have the power to willingly like travel through time at, at, at any point, um, I feel like there's a lot of responsibility involved. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like at some point, I don't know, me more like morally will be like, well, shouldn't I also be like helping fix other things? Like, oh my God, let me go like, and and then I become a superhero and then, and then I don't get to like, you know, play video games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really feel that. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't want it to like escalate to that. You know, I, mean, I guess you could be selfish and just use it for yourself. But even if I did, I'd be like, I don't really know what I want to change because then it gets a little complicated because then I'm like, what if then my my current reality isn't something I ended up liking? So do I go back and change it back? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just sounds so like um, arduous. Mm. I guess if it were something big, like, you know, like preventing a murder. Punching Hitler. Punching <laughs> as Hitler a baby. as a baby. Then maybe. But like, I I would say in my life right now, like as much as there are a lot of times where I feel like that I'm not in control. Um, I feel like it's more about like how we can control how we react to what happens in our life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't really like, I don't know. Would I go back and try to make sure I get an A in honors geometry instead of a B? I don't know. Maybe. Because I hated that teacher. <laughs> <laughs> she was so mean. I would have had straight A's that year. What a bitch. <laughs> I would have been valedictorian. What a bitch. Oh my God. I know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> oh my God. She's such a bitch. Sorry. I'm just thinking about it so much. It's okay. It's anyway. Okay. Here, let's, let's, let's pivot to something a little bit happier. So you don't have to think about your bitch geometry teacher. <laughs> leaping through, leaping through time a little bit more. Um, let's talk about the upcoming reboot of Fandom Fest. Yes. So what are some things that, well, there are a lot of things that we're still um, kind of developing and stuff after we knew we wanted to bring back the podcast. But if you want to talk briefly about what some things that you're most excited about or even like your wants for this upcoming season. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, um, I feel like something that kind of deterred us from last season from having, um, I guess, consistency um, was just how often we posted. Which was very generous. Very generous. <laughs> um, and I mean, it also spoke to the time uh, and in our mm-hmm, lives, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which was Panorama. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, we were doing what weekly? We were doing weekly. We were doing weekly, and then at some point, it became biweekly. Um, but then, you know, the scene moved, grad school, mm-hmm. etc. And uh, I was like, oh, I want you to, you know, go focus on that. Mm-hmm. Especially moving. Moving is a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It mm-hmm. takes a lot out of you. And it's like I don't want you to think about other things. And then, you know, our lives just ended up picking up. So um, I think something I'm excited for is, I mean, we're going to be posting an episode once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps if we get our bearings and are really good about it, we could make more in the future. But yeah. that's that's just, this is what we're doing for now. Yes. For now. But um, I'm excited because we're actually, we're, we're, we're aiming to do in-person recordings mm-hmm. so that we can create this type of content with a camera and yes. like like wow like we're here together and we like can have like the same energy like the energy in, in the same space you know what i mean 
Yeah. So yeah. In real time, no buffering. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I, I really agree with that too. Um, I'm really excited that we have this like in-person element now. We're incorporating like a visual element to um our podcast as well. Um, and I'm really excited and like grateful for all like your tech knowledge that's able to bring this to life. Oh, like thank it's, you. it's really, really cool. Yeah. And I also hope that like for myself that um as we kind of get our bearings like with fandom femmes, we really want to take fandom femmes out into the community. Ah, yes. Um, a lot of what um current like the social political climate and also like the um the global pandemic that was um that was ve- that left a lot of uncertainty basically like had us all inside. Like we weren't even thinking about going to cons right like for a really, really long time. Right. So but now as in person conventions and like meetups are coming back um, I think that there's definitely a place for us there and like I want us to be there. So yeah. yeah, we're we're scoping out some like conventions in our area to um to like visit and like kind of explore and also like network and like meet more people that we can yeah. bring onto the podcast too. We're also trying to work on possibly doing a panel. Yes. 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 And aside from applying as press to um certain cons, we're also just gonna be there yeah and like like i mean we can meet up hey follow us on social media yeah we can loiter <laughs> we can loiter um we can take pictures um but also uh we wanted to make content at cons so yes. we wanted we've always talked about like oh you know how it'd be really funny is like you know like like fandom films on the streets like yeah <laughs> absolutely um so you know running gun interviews etc mm-hmm. like getting perspectives with people in the community and mm-hmm. it's like and yeah, just like finding our community as well. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I, I'm really excited and looking forward to uh, taking all of y'all with us on that adventure too. So yeah. Oh, wait, what What do you see in store for our like social media? Yeah. Okay. So we are like we in our like brainstorming meeting media too, in our brainstorming meeting too. We've talked a lot about um, creating more content like together mm. and um, not only just kind of like turning our podcast into how do I say turning clips from our podcast into content, but also um, filming things kind of outside of that. And that's where like, you know, the conventions come in, like filming that content at conventions. Um, us just <laughs> I'm also envisioning just us being like silly and ourselves like together as justina noelle is going to go on fandom femmes as well so yeah yeah so probably it's going to be like a lot of that's going to live on our youtube and Mm then um where we would probably cut up micro content for that onto our socials yes for y'all to enjoy and snippets if you'd like Mm -hmm. um but expect to be some of our of our ideas were like reaction videos yes reaction videos yes um anime um, drinking game oh anime drinking games yes um also speaking of um i mean youtube we were also thinking about um expanding into the live streaming yes um, atmosphere mm-hmm. and so um stay tuned on our social media to see when we launch something like that possibly yeah. on twitch or youtube and or both we'll yes see. absolutely yeah yeah exciting i'm excited too and i'm also excited for are you ready to do our first in-person get wrecked? <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> yes. Okay. So how? Okay, okay. So how are we gonna do this? How many? How many guns? Or should we just go for it and look at each other and like time it to see like when a natural stop is? 
Like, okay. Yeah. Like, or just, do, you, do you want to do it? I'll just go for it naturally. Let's just go for it naturally. Okay, ready? Okay. <laughs> it's time for. Get wrecked. Wow, I felt that. no lag anymore. I felt that spiritually. Like, wow. I hope I get wrecked. Anyway, welcome to Get Wrecked. It is where we share our recommendations, recommendations. with all of you, yes. whether that's any type of content, music, anime, manga, comics, etc. Yes. And um, honestly, like now that I think about it, I think this whole episode was a Get Wrecked. Honestly, yeah. Because we, we, we had so much in store for y'all. Yes, we, um, yeah, we, we gave you like a lot of content to like check out and from now it is time to pull from our personal vault. One thing that I like a pedestal that I will not a pedestal, a hill that I will die on is that SpongeBob, the Broadway musical is a really good musical. <laughs> and hear me out. Hear me out on this. It's like, I feel like I'm explaining beat stars. Like, hey, listen, listen. It's really listen, good. Listen, hear me out. It's really good. Um, But yeah, like, so basically back in i want to say like 2016 there was a spongebob like broadway musical created and soundtrack is amazing um and there's a a nice recording of it that aired on nickelodeon and it's on paramount plus i actually confession purchased paramount plus for the sole reason of watching the spongebob musical (laughs) and it has become like my comfort content um so typically musicals like will have, like, one composer, like, write, like, mm. all the music. Like, for example, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote all of Hamilton. Mm. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote all of Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. This cast album combines a bunch of different artists, like, that collaborated on individual songs. We have people like David Bowie, Aerosmith, huh? Panic at the Disco. Huh? Yeah. John Legend. Huh? Yes. All of them wrote for SpongeBob. He said, all of me. Loves SpongeBob. That's 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 kind of the, what the song is. Really? But, yeah, Shut up. It's a it's a ballad. It's a he, he wrote a ballad for for that. But it's it's really really good. Check it out. It's one of my favorite. Like it's it's again like it's become one of my com- comfort pieces of media. So check it out on Paramount Plus. Wow. Yes. Okay. Right, Sponge, turn, SpongeBob the musical. Oh man, I didn't write my down and I didn't think about it. Um, I'm trying to think about my run- like recent Crunchyroll history. Yeah. Um, ooh, one that I really like that I binged really hard and I really love the um concept for is it's called like um I think it's it's Romantic Killer. Oh yes, you were on, telling me about that. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um it's really great. It's kind of like as if her the main character's life became an Otome game. Otome mm-hmm is like dating so like, dating it's sim, a dating yeah. sim and so you know if it's if she's a girl and she's hetero um there's a bunch of boys wanting her mm-hmm. right remember we were exploring reverse harems so much when i visited you oh my gosh okay yeah. so so you know they have like that ooh cool kind of sundere boy and then we have like ooh, the childhood friend and then like ooh, the like prince character like, yeah and then so all of these things one She's a gamer. Uh-huh. Two, she has she loves her cat. And three, she loves chocolate. And those are her three main joys. Uh-huh. And then in order to solve Japan's like 
you know, decreasing population, they they started <laughs> this program where they have these little little magicians mm-hmm. or wizards um come and change their life so that like they can find someone they love so they can procreate. <laughs> and the wizard involved um is actually non-binary. Yeah. As well. Super cool. Um they look like a potato. But then they also have a human form. Yeah. And in the series they actually give like they use like they them pronouns for Oh them, nice. Which is really cool. I yeah. like that a lot. Um and they present as a human both in femme and in mass. Mm-hmm. And there's even a point in it where one of the characters was like, weren't you a girl? And then they're like, they're like, does that really matter? And they're like, oh, I guess not. Progress. Progress. Yeah. Progress. Um, but it's really fun and funny. Like it's it's super like slap in the face. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's 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 very like caricature-esque. Mm-hmm. And I like it because it's I feel like there's like this weird mainstream anime where everything's like like pretty and perfect mm. and like for like romance animes but mm. this one's very like like just funny mm-hmm. and i and i like it a lot but it does get a little serious at some point and i was like this is this feels kind of like it's not it's not drastic but it, it gets serious and it's just like oh shit mm-hmm. it's nice i like it Dang. romantic killer on netflix awesome wow thank you so much noelle and thank all of you for for joining us on our first episode of season two I know! Wow! we're back baby we're back baby all right well thank you everyone so much for listening and getting this far we appreciate you so so much if we could um give you huggles through the mic we definitely would huggle huggle huggle, huggle. kiss me through the phone kiss me through the phone, through the phone. I'll see, see you later on okay anyway so follow us on social media we are at fandom fems on twitter instagram etc and also you could i was about to say where you can find our podcast yeah <laughs> you're listening to it right now yeah but for those of you on youtube that are watching uh, you can definitely find our podcast on basically all of the streaming services. Mm-hmm. So like Apple Music on Spotify, Spotify, et cetera, Anchor, Anchor FM. FM. So if you'd like to see the full version, feel free to tune in there. Yes. And listen with your your ear. Yeah. Your ears. Maybe multiple ears. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, thank you so much. I hope to see you guys soon. And it's time. Don't forget to be you. Be free. And you can't always be a butterfree. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Arigato gozai. Thanks. Maraming salamat. Maraming salamat.